At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one, with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non toxic, non flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. So I'm out and about, I'm on call, I'm in the drive-thru grabbing a coffee, so I probably have time to get this podcast intro done. I have a great guest, Roland Leitenberg from House Call Pro on. He's gonna talk about their product, paperless, uh, work order software for lack of a better term I asked Roland what he calls it in the podcast so take his word over mine because I'm just the guy hosting the podcast he's the expert super super fantastic guy very passionate and very knowledgeable about his product any tech that I've spoken to about House Call Pro has been very very uh, positive about it they haven't had a negative thing to say so they obviously take a lot of pride in making sure their product is on point for the home-based service industry. So check this podcast out. You'll learn some stuff about this type of business, this type of platform, this type of option you have to go paperless and be organized. But I just wanted to give a little minute to the tech that passed away in Arizona this week. He was found in the attic. Rest in peace, my friend. Um, No tech should ever go to work and not come home. We don't know exactly. There's conflicting reports, whether it was heat or whether he was electrocuted. We don't know. Safety should be upfront. Never put your health on the line for any piece of equipment. Nothing. I don't care what it is. Your health is more important than that piece of equipment. Okay, so if you're in an attic, it's hot. 130 degrees, 140 degrees, listen. That might be the time to refuse work and say, listen, maybe we come back in the morning. First thing in the morning when it's cool outside. Maybe we add a portable unit in that space. Portable AC unit to try to keep it cool. Maybe we bring two, three guys and take turns going up there. Like, I I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But the answer should not be anybody passing away on the job. When people fall off roofs or fall off ladders, we come up with ways to prevent that from happening. Harnesses, tie-offs, rope grab systems, all kinds of stuff. So we need to come up with something that is similar. How about we just stop putting units in attics, first of all? How about we stop doing that? And I know there's going to be units, homes out there that already have units in attics that are already there. So we still have to service them somehow, some way, but we need to come up with a way to do it safely. But going forward, if you're in some sort of, uh, you work for a builder, you work for a developer, you're an architect, let's change this around. Let's put these units in a closet somewhere where we don't have to put techs, bodies on the line and put them up in an attic space. Unsafe workplace, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, guys, I don't want to put a downer on this podcast, but I wanted to bring attention and awareness to the fact that a tech had passed away this week, and I wanted to give condolences to his family. Rest in peace, brother. Let's get on to Roland and House Call Pro.
pretty interesting demo I did of a very cool and unique vacuum gauge or micron gauge. Vacuum gauge because we have different units we can measure, but a lot of us, most of us say microns within North America. It was the Hilmer wireless vacuum gauge with replaceable sensor. It was sent out by TrueTech Tools for me to demo. So basically it's got a handheld device that you can put to the unit like via magnet or a hook and the vacuum sensor itself screws onto a port on the unit. Now the two devices connect wirelessly automatically as soon as you turn them on. Okay, there's no extra buttons to push. You can set a low alarm, like when your vacuum is finished, your evacuation's done, and you can set a high alarm for when you're performing a decay test. So it was a pretty unique, pretty cool little device, and I used the NAVAC 2CFM battery-operated pump to run this test and run the demo. And I did it all from my truck. You guys may have seen the video. It was posted to LinkedIn. It was posted to Facebook and Instagram. I did it all from my truck because I didn't have to run a cord to the pump. Now, that pump has been um, posted around a lot by me and some other techs in the field, and the feedback is very, very good, okay? Um, but you have to keep in mind, it's for smaller systems. We're not going to be doing big 10, 15-ton, 20-ton systems with it. I, I've won up to five with true blue hoses, and it's been, it's been good. It's been good to me, and the battery lasts up to an hour. Okay, um, and what more can I say? It's, it's convenience. You don't have to run a cord, blah, 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 blah. And if you're working on smaller residential systems, I mean, the thing could be gold for you. Lightweight, easy to carry, easy to set up. Anyway, so another video I did was of the Testo tachometer, the 470. So a tachometer basically measures RPMs of a rotating object like a motor okay so i tested it inside a a york rooftop unit i put the reflective tape on the motor shaft and on the blower pulley and i did a comparison of the two and i also compared the motor rpms to the rating plate so if you guys haven't seen that video it's on facebook it's on linkedin and it's on instagram you can check it out um, a tachometer can come in very handy for a lot of different um, cases like troubleshooting, startups, and, and setups of, of already pre-installed equipment. If you're maybe changing um, the pulley sizes around, you just want to do some quick readings, it's very good and very handy for that kind of stuff. During the podcast, you're going to hear Roland and I talk about a link. It's a landing page that's set up by myself and House Call Pro. That landing page is housecallpro.com forward slash HVAC know it all. On that page, you can request a demo, you can start a free trial, and you can receive a first month reduced cost. So that is the page that you want to go to housecallpro.com forward slash HVAC know it all. Hey, Roland, how you doing, man? Hey, how are you? I'm I'm good. Um, how's the weather out in Cali? It's actually quite nice right now. Uh, it's like probably like a mellow 76, and blue uh, skies and sunny. So 76. Uh, wow, you're actually you're actually cooler than than we are right now. Like uh, we're at about 82, 83 degrees right now. Ah, okay. Yeah. And, and we yep. got well, we got some serious humidity too. Cool. 
<laughs> so you're you're in yeah, San, San Diego, right? That's that's where you're located. Yep, yep. We're located here in sunny San Diego. Um, we also have an office in San Francisco, but our headquarters is right here. That is that is very cool. So I think we want to do kind of um, as we discussed prior to to jumping onto the interview, we want to kind of give our guests some informative uh, an informative look at like service business software. Uh, like maybe go into the past, how things used to be, um, maybe how you came up with the idea to create to create House Call Pro, and then maybe like what it's presently doing, and then where you see it going, kind of in the future um, for the industry that you're in. Is is that cool with you? Yeah, that sounds great. Awesome, man. So so back in the day, say let's go back twenty years. How are we doing work orders and estimating and and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so what's interesting about the home service space is it really hasn't changed in a very long time. And it's because, you know, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. And uh, the processes that have been developed kind of in the, in the past, um, especially based around whiteboards, uh, you know, desk calendars, so calendars that are actually in depth, and then folders with work orders. And uh, essentially what a lot of service companies obviously do, and maybe still are doing today, and there's nothing wrong with it because it works, is, you know, they get their three work orders, pieces of paper in a folder, and that shows up in their truck in the morning when they go to work. Go to work, jump in the truck, they got a folder, the three things they're going to go do. And at the end of it, they write down what they what they did and turn it back in to the uh, uh, to maybe the, 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 the front desk people. And then they would then put that in QuickBooks, um, if that, uh, but QuickBooks desktop, and then actually create an invoice and then send it to the customer and then collect later. And you have like a billing department, you try to collect on it, and then finally it finds its way to the bank. And then uh, once it's in the bank, then it pays out to the payroll. So that's kind of where the industry's been um, and still is um, in large part. Um, now there's there's some more tools that we see come up more often, like people using Google Calendar mixed with QuickBooks Online, mixed maybe with like Square Payments, and but still largely cobbled together solutions um, because there haven't been um, a lot of um, software companies kind of pursuing this industry. Yeah, so, it's, it's funny that um, so back in the day, when I, I said about 20 years ago. So when I first started in the industry and in, in HVAC, it was about 20 years ago. And we had, and, and and what you said, I guess would work that the three um, pieces of paper in your folder, it would work if you're doing like a, you had a set schedule and you knew what you're doing all, all day. But there's, there's times in businesses where service calls come in, emergencies and stuff like that. So what we would do is we'd have this big stack of work orders and they were like eight and a half by 11, like a regular sheet of paper. And there was like a five different carbon copies underneath. And every time we went to a customer, we would and and did a service call or a job, we'd have to fill one of these out manually by hand, and yep. and then we'd have to get it signed, rip a piece off of the bottom, and then take it back on Monday mornings or whatever, and hand it back in to the office. And I could see it being real frustrating because everybody's got different handwriting, and some sometimes it's messy, some sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's. Sometimes it it's neat, but chicken most scratch. most yes, yeah, chicken scratch. When you're trying to get to the next call, you're not taking time to make sure your your writing's neat. And <laughs> funny story, there was a guy he did a service call on a unit heater at a warehouse, but the way he yep. wrote it, it said unit heater um, at a whorehouse. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
that's that's yeah. because his handwriting. Yeah, you know what I mean? And there was no spell check back in the day either. So that that's how it was written down. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. yeah, triplicate paper. I've been around for a long time, and that's something that you know we still see today. It's still like a big business, and you know, creating custom forms on triplicate. Uh, but obviously, you know, as technology is advancing, that's kind of starting to go away, um, or at least parts of it. And so that's kind of where we found ourselves when we started with House Call Pro. Is uh, we're working at a company called Qualcomm, and uh, Qualcomm is a technology company that builds, um, well, mainly IP, but think about chips in all mobile phones. So that's where uh, myself and the other co-founders um, were all working together. And while we we're there, uh, we always found it really hard to find uh, trusted home service professionals that were, you know, running a, a modern kind of business. And so when we first started, we really wanted to find a way to um, get more of these home service pros that you could book, kind of like um, Uber for X. Um, so that's a way for saying like, hey, you know, instead of Uber for cabs, it'd be like Uber for handyman or Uber for plumbers. Okay. Uh, but what we really quickly found out was that, oh, my gosh. No one's built a tool for, for these folks to, to more efficiently run their business in, in a modern way. And really quickly, we started working on House Call Pro, which is what we have today. And so that was kind of the, the genesis story of where we, we ended up and what, what caused us to go down this path. But uh, we just found that no one had been focusing on in the home service space and building up a modern tool set. And not just modern in the sense that, you know, they're using software, modern in the sense that, uh, it works on something they have in their hands, like their mobile phone. So there's been software around obviously for ages, a quickbooks desktop. You know, why do anything different? Um, well, it's because, you know, those things that you're mentioning about people chicken scratching and writing things on triplicate paper, that's the technicians, that's the owner-operators, those are the people that are out in the field doing the work, and they got to go do all this admin work as well. And so right around the time when we started the company and launched House Call Pro, so we launched House Call Pro at the market in 2015, so about, four years now into the market, um, that's really when um, everyone had a smartphone. You know, you either have an iPhone or an Android device, and it's good enough to actually run some good software on there. Uh, so it literally is a you know, computer in your pocket. So that was kind of the, uh, the, the turning point and kind of how we got started. That's, that, that's really cool. And um, so Josh, he sent me a picture of um, what kind of like a technician sees on their phone. Um, Sure. And, yeah. and it was like it was like a picture of the home, the address uh, at the top. I think there was some icons that said like invoice and stuff like that. There was the the on on route or on my way. There was the start and finish or end, whatever it said. But it was it was very very the picture is very simple. So if if I'm a tech looking at my phone and and I'm not tech savvy, it's very easy to see what the next steps are and and how to proceed with with the call. So. Um, how, how did you come, come about to build this simplified platform and, and make it so easy? Like what, what brought you to saying, Hey, we got to make this real easy. And how, how did you go through those steps to, to do that? Was there research involved and, and all that? Yeah. So the biggest research uh, that we do and we still do to this day is just, um, sitting next to our customers doing ride alongs and seeing how they're using the software. Cool. And when we first built it, what differentiates us? Uh, from any of the other um, what we call field service management apps out there is that we built mobile first. So what that means is there is no web page that you can go to to use this. You had to download the app. And because of that, we 
focused on the owner operator or the or the person out in the field uh, doing the work. And we knew that if we could make it so simple for them that they could use it, then it would get adopted by any kind of company because the hardest point of any kind of software adoption isn't necessarily training the you know the office gal that's sitting there that's got all day to play around and push buttons to try things. Um, it's actually the bottleneck is he gets a technician or the owner operator to use it from the field. Um, so that way they have the least amount of time um, in the app between appointments. Um, and so you kind of think about a lot of apps think, um, hey, how quickly can we um, make it so that, uh, you know, someone's engaging in our app and using it all day and all this kind of thing and using it for as much time as for us. It's like, hey, how quickly can we get them to uh, let the customer know they're on the way? Uh, exactly where they're going, so routing uh, directly to Google Maps or Apple Maps, for example. Um, then once they get out there, uh, quickly add things from their price list. So obviously as a home service company, uh, many of them um, do, and specifically HVAC, you know, the certain same kind of a tune-up call or a no-heat call or a, or a heat call or whatever. Um, so you build those in your price list, so quickly the ability to add that to uh, the job that's doing. Um, and then at the end of it, when you're done, be able to take the payment. Uh, because the biggest uh, problem is cash flow for a lot of home service businesses. So, you know, they go render a service and then they don't get paid for weeks and weeks out because mm -hmm. maybe they're collecting cash or they're collecting check and then they got a check that has to be driven to the bank. And so we focus a lot on making that payment flow really seamless. So that way, uh, right after the, the work is done, the technician can just collect a, a credit card uh, from the homeowner and run it right then, close it out and give them a receipt to be done with it. So we really focus on making it being just stupid, simple, easy uh, for the mobile app and making it really uh, simple from what we call a UX perspective. So UX is uh, kind of, um, you know, code speak or engineering speak for user experience. So making that, you know, as simple as possible from how many total buttons are there in the screen at any given time? Because can, you can uh, very easily um, add all kinds of stuff. But when you're on a mobile phone, you only have so much space compared mm -hmm. to, uh, I'd say, like a tablet or a computer screen. Yeah, exactly. You have to be very uh, precise about what you include um, and don't include, and even just take away, um, even if it's something that maybe you do every once in a while. But if you don't do it that much, you know, maybe put it in some other part of the app, you know, not on that main screen. Um, so there's a lot of focus and thought um, that, that kind of goes in that design. And then that picture that you mentioned of the picture of the house, um, you know, obviously, at Housecall Pro, we can't go out there and take pictures of every home in the United States and Canada. Um, it just doesn't work. Uh, you know, we're, we're a software company that builds tools for home service writers. We're not Google. And so, for example, that we get from our partner, uh, Google, right? And there's three people. They can actually spend the money to send cars, cameras, to go take pictures of all the streets. So that's where we source that data from. So what we do is we leverage other technologies and other technology companies put all that data in one easy-to-use app uh, for, for our pros. Cool, cool. So so presently, like, we, we kind of touched on the, on the passive work orders and, and how we got to this point, but so presently, take us through, say a, a, a homeowner has um, an AC that's not working properly and they call um, company XYZ. And company XYZ ha has House Cal Pro. So take us through step-by-step step from the service call um, how how the call is received, how it's dispatched, and how it's handled through the, the House Call Pro kind of platform. Okay, great. So you mentioned um, dispatch. So I'm going to 
assume that the company has somebody in the office that's taking a phone call. That's right. Or maybe uh, maybe a partner or a significant other that's functioning as the office person and the, the technician or the, uh, the other owner actually going out and doing the work. So when the call comes in, uh, the, uh, the office person uh, has HubCall Pro open. Uh, they search their database to make sure that that uh, customer doesn't already have an account with them, right? Because you didn't mention if it was a current customer or a new one. Okay. Um, if it's a new one, uh, they can create a new customer record very quickly um, as they're on the call. So I'd say, you know, hey, what's your name, Gary? Uh, what's your phone number? What's your address? And how'd you hear about us? And within about 30 seconds to about a minute, I can create a customer profile for you. And then the next step, you know, is really putting in uh, the notes. So tell me what's going on. Do you hear funny noises? Is it cold? Is it hot? How long have you had it? Who did it last time? Those are some notes that you put into uh, the job description there. And then you select the technician that can go do it. So, you know, smaller companies are one choice, um, but it might be that uh, you've got multiple people. So when you go to select one, you can see exactly where they are in terms of the schedule, how far away they are from the job uh, on any given day. You select the right technician and you click schedule. And once that schedule button hits, when really the magic happens, um, and what I, what I mean by magic, it's, it's the customer magic, which is the customer gets an email notification with a scheduling confirmation. They also get a text message with a picture of the technician that's going to be going out. Uh, <laughs> really? Eh? They get the next day. A, a picture of the technician. Yeah. Eh? That's, that's kind of that's yeah. cool. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and those things are because, um, you know, if you typically look at head of household who's making the decisions, and who's home at that given time, it's probably going to be the wife. And for her to see a picture of who's coming into the home um, just starts that experience off on the right foot. And it starts it on a professional uh, appearance. From a, You might be a small company, but you're giving these features that traditionally only larger companies could even afford from a software perspective uh -huh. to give this, this level of uh, transparency. And so that's the initial booking part of it. Um, but the, the magic happens is when all the customer communication uh, communication automatically happens because HubSpot Pro, we, we kick off those things. And uh, whether you're using HubSpot Pro or not, these are things that uh, are the industry standard now. You should be sending out scheduling emails. You should be sending out confirmation texts. And if you're not, you're you're starting to fall behind. And so the, the operation side of what our software does, which is like scheduling, dispatching, doing that, is just one component of what it really we have built, which is a customer experience engine, which gives you the professional appearance of being a modern business. And that allows you to charge higher prices, you know, that, because you're delivering more value. Um, and that is kind of the key to starting to unlock, you know, why you should be using software, but also how uh, us, Hustle Pro, we've been successful because if we can help our pros become more successful, obviously we can charge for that and we can be successful. So, so just a side note on that. I'm, I'm a big uh, proponent of communication. Like I, I think communication between, uh, the office, the technician, the customer is, um, something that's very important. And a lot of times mm -hmm. communication slips because people get busy. So if you can automate, yep. if you can automate that communication and make it, um, so you don't need to remember to do it. Um, that, that's fabulous. That, that, um, that, that, that is a great customer experience in my mind, especially when they know when you're coming and they see who's coming to the door. Like that, that's, that, that's some crazy stuff. So like once, once they know who's coming to the door and the technician is on his way, is that when they hit that on my way? I can't remember exactly what it says. It's on yep. my way or something like that. Right. Yep. It's the 
on my way. It's the courtesy tax. You know, it's known as a couple different things, but essentially, you know, the the homeowner, you you really the the function of communicating is to set expectations. And as a home service company, you just have to be good at two things. One is doing the work and being technically competent in what you're doing. And the second one is just customer expectation setting. And so that sets the expectation for the customer. Hey, you're on the way, and they might be uh, still at work. You know, and they're going to race you home to, to be there when you when you show up. Yep. Um, they might be dropping your kid off at karate practice. Who knows? <laughs> you know, um, they might be at the neighbor's house. But when you hit that on my way button, start setting that customer expectation of like, wow, okay, they're they're being courteous. They're letting me know they're on the way. It's great. I can be prepared when they show up. Um, so that way, when they open the door for the first time. Um, Things are starting to fall in line already in a sequence of events um, that portray your business as being professional. And the on my way button is one of the key trigger points to doing that because right now, you know, House Call Pro is still a secret weapon for a lot of um, companies. You know, not everybody knows about House Call Pro yet. And so this is a way that you can differentiate from your competition because they are not doing that. And people that are not doing this are going to fall behind you because you're able to automate this thing. Um, if you were to do this all by hand and send a text and, and call ahead and all that, you can do that, but you probably need a full office staff. And if you have a full office staff, you have more overhead. And if you have more overhead, you either have less profit, <laughs> um, right, because you gotta you got to pay for that overhead. Yep. Um, or you just have a more expensive thing that you have to sell, in which case you might or might not have the reputation or the ability to charge that amount. Right? You might not be as competitive as the market. Um, that's where it all kind of falls together. Cool, cool. So – Ending, ending off the call, you were saying, so we start the call when we get there and then we, when we're done, we hit the end button and then we can take payment directly at the home from the customer via credit card. But can we just hit uh, invoice and it kind of generates an invoice and emails it to them if, if they prefer that option as well? Yep, both are possible. So sometimes um, they have the ability to pay right there and then. Sometimes, um, maybe, uh, let's just say, stereotypically, I don't know, that maybe the husband pays the bill, you know, so you maybe send the invoice to them. Um, so there's all kinds of ways to do that. Either way, when we send that invoice, it's all digital and it's via email. Um, we do also have the ability to actually print out that PDF. So if you happen to have like uh, an in-truck uh, mobile printer, um, there's a bunch out there on the market, you can also hand them that piece of paper. But we built the system to be completely paperless because... I lose those papers. People lose the triplicate, right? The pink and the yellow and the yep, white. Those exactly. always get lost and they get smoked around. I'd much rather have an email that's got the PDF. So if I ever wanted to search for it, I could find it. Those pieces of paper, they're gone. And so uh, when you send that off, it sends it digitally. Um, and then it also offers them the ability to go pay online. And the reason why pay online is important because it's so much faster than asking a homeowner to write a check, put it in the mailbox, send it to your office, then on a weekly basis, have your office take the check to the bank. You know, essentially, as any business, like I mentioned before earlier, cash flow is king. And the quicker you can get the cash in the door, the quicker you can put that money back to work. And so you really need to focus on compressing the time cycle from when you complete work and you get paid. And the smaller that can become, even if, um, you know, you're using credit card processing and there's a fee attached to that, it is infinitely more valuable to get the money in the door quicker than it is to wait weeks or maybe even get paid in cash. And maybe that cash kind of, you know, um, only goes to, I don't know, by the time the technician gets back, maybe someone gets spent on gas. And sometimes 
you know, some some Cheetos and Dr. Pepper, and you know, all of a sudden, <laughs> before you know it, some some of that money isn't quite the same money that you thought you'd be getting, and so um, you know, there's a carrying cost to to those things, and so. Um, the other component, too, just to keep in mind, is that a lot of homeowners, when they're calling for a home service business, uh, especially HVAC because they're high-ticket items, you know, they, uh, on average, only have $500 liquid in their bank account. And so if it's not something they're expecting, uh, like a repair or a malfunction, um, they can only pay by credit card. Um, or you have to wait, and you get put in a list of priority on who that homeowner is going to get paid first. Uh, but with a credit card, you get paid right away, and then it's on them and the credit card company to assess the risk, obviously, because they yeah. own the credit card, That's um, right. for them to get paid back. But don't put your business um, at risk of getting paid last. Get paid first, um, and also be able to charge more money, because guess what? When I put in my credit card, I'm happy that I get points for it. I'd much rather do that, and I'm willing to pay a little bit more just because of that, because guess what? I don't have a checkbook. I am in that millennial crowd, or I'm a sexual, I guess, uh, a venial. I'm born in 83, so um, I'm like halfway between. Um, but that's the kind of experience that you want to offer the customer, because when you do that, um, you look good in front of the customer, your business gets out of cash quicker, you can grow faster, right, and get those happy customers that give the referrals, that give the reviews, and it's just a compounding effect. And that's how, on average, we're able to help our home service companies grow 30% year over year. Um, it's because of that, it keeps growing and growing. So two, two questions. So do you guys have like, uh, someone or people that kind of back up, uh, the people that are using your platform, if there's any technical issues or anything like that? Sure. Yeah. So, uh, rather than having to, you know, typically if you send an, uh, like an email to, uh, to a tech company, you might get a reply in 24 to 48 hours. Uh, we have what's called a real time chat bubble. So it's just, a, it's just like texting. You go into our app and say, hey, I've got an issue or I've got a question or whatever. Um, so we offer that to all of our customers, um, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time and even after hours, too. Sometimes I'll hop on there and, and answer some questions, things like that. Um, but it's fully supported. And when customers first get onboarded, when they first get started with Housefall Pro, we have a customer success team that helps import your data if you have it somewhere else. Um, we also have uh, partners. Uh, that are accountants uh, that uh, run the books for a lot of uh, home service companies that are very used to the way that uh, you know we interact with QuickBooks and how to connect it. So we have a whole network both in-house uh, and third-party that are in our what we call our ecosystem uh, to, to help our pros get up and running and then also use it successfully for years to come. Cool. So, so my second question is can we utilize House Call Pro in a commercial atmosphere? Sure. So House Call Pro is designed for companies that are doing uh, residential primarily. So what I mean by that is uh, there's plenty of companies that do uh, resi uh, for a, a majority of their jobs, but maybe do some uh, new construction or commercial kind of on the side. Um, but a lot of the features that we've designed inside of House Call Pro are primarily used um, to notify homeowners not necessarily a property manager or a GM of a building uh, or a general contractor that you might be subbing for. Uh, but there are a good amount of companies that do do a mix or a blend. Uh, we have very few companies that use House Call Pro 100% for commercial or 100% for new construction because typically those are more project-based and they last longer. And you might be installing, you know, I don't know, 14 units 
you know, in this new uh, building. Um, or you might be doing new construction where you're you're knocking out 20 homes all at once, and you send one big bill at the end. Um, Hotcall Pro is primarily designed with residential in mind. Um, or companies that, you know, primarily do residential, but maybe do some commercial or, or, or new construction kind of on the side. Gotcha, gotcha. So if somebody wanted to, I'm going to give out the links and stuff. Um, during the, I, I gave it out already as we're speaking because the intro happened already. <laughs> even though I haven't, right. even though I haven't recorded it yet, and I'm going to give it out again um, at the end. But if when they when they click on that link uh, and they want to get a demo, how how easy is that? They just go like, uh, I want to I want to try this out, and how does how does the demonstration work? Yeah, so the way that it works is um, when you go to the link, all you do is you fill out your, your information, you know, your name, your company name, your phone number, your email, and then someone from my team um, that specifically uh, specializes in HVAC companies uh, will get you on a screen share because we like to show the product um, and walk through the different ways that we specialize in a particular industry gotcha. um, and then also tailor it to your specific business. So you might be uh, coming from pen and paper. A little bit of a different demo that we showed come from, I don't know, QuickBooks desktop or uh, some combination of like Google Calendar or something else. So we do the screen share so we can personalize the, the demonstration for you. And if you feel like it's a good fit, um, that's when we can get you to the next step, which is you subscribe. Our software is a month-to-month uh, service. And you can always buy a year up front and get a discount. But most people just go month-to-month. And then uh, we'll send you down our onboarding path, connect you to your customer success manager who's going to do the first initial calls to make sure we get your data and all those different things. But typically the demo will last anywhere between mm, 15 minutes to 45 minutes, depending on how complex your business is. Gotcha. Cool. So now that we've covered all that, and where do you think the future of of this industry you're in is going and, and how's Call Pro? Like, what do you see... 10 years from now, like how is, how is it going to advance and kind of morph itself into something even better than it is now? Sure. So, I mean, as an industry as a whole, what I think is, is happening is that, you know, obviously everyone's scared that, you know, the robots are going to take all the jobs, but in the home services space, there are just too many variables, too many things. Um, you know, a robot's not going to go crouch underneath a sink go investigate a pipe, uh, will not be able to lay down a slab of concrete to drop a, a condenser on, you know, like there's just things that won't happen. And so the scheduling, the, um, the pricing, the dispatching, all of that, um, that's going to be taken care of with, um, with software like House Call Pro um, because that's fairly monotonous and that's able to be digitized. Um, but the actual work is not. And so looking into the future, uh, things like online booking are huge. Uh, that's something where we put a huge emphasis on. You know, people don't call the travel agent. Uh, they don't call the airline uh, and book a flight in Southwest by paying a check. You know, the, uh, you don't even call a, a, a cab anymore. You know, you use an app for that. So the way the Housecall Pro is designed is to um, enable this online booking element where um, humans can create those requests, those online bookings, but also uh, machines can too. So imagine a condenser that says, hey, something's wrong with the Freon. Well, I guess Freon's going away, but, you know, something's wrong with the levels here. Um, quick, send someone out. Um, so we want to build House Call Pro to uh, enable our pros um, to be booked, whether they're from humans or machines, requested service, whatever it is. Um, in the next 10 years, you're going to see more and more of that. 
So if you are still on pen and paper and you have not uh, transitioned to that digital age, uh, we're using a software where the software can start to understand your pricing, can understand your schedule, can understand your routes, can understand your technician's capabilities. Um, then you're going to start to lose out on those jobs in the future um, that are going to be made all digitally, all online, even without a phone call. Um, and so it's really important that you protect and, and future-proof your business because hopefully at the end of the line, you're either doing one or two things. You're passing your business down uh, to someone in your family, uh, and that's your legacy, or you're selling your business, and your business really is your 401k, and you're getting a multiple on the revenue and the customer base that you've generated, but you can only do that if it's digitized. You know, a stack of papers and invoices and an old beat-up truck is worth zero at the end of the day. That is not a good 401k, not a good retirement plan. So in the next 10 years, you really want to make sure um, that as a home service business, you're, you're future-proofing um, your operation. So that way it can become turnkey for anyone, whether it's someone you're handing it down to or you're selling it to, uh, et cetera. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you said that the condensing unit itself uh, would actually send a, a service request out because I actually believe that it's coming to that point. I mean, maybe not in the next three or four years, but in the next 10 years or so. Yeah, for sure. And I, I heard a podcast and I for don't, sure. I don't remember who said it, but they're, they're saying like along similar lines, like, Hey, like very soon your fridge is going to order your groceries for you. You know what I mean? And then you'll, right. ju- you'll just go to the grocery store. They'll be sitting in a bin. You'll pick them up and you'll drive them home. But your fridge will know when your milk is done. <laughs> your fridge will know when the yep. last apple is gone or whatever. And, and it's, it's all heading in that direction. And it sounds scary, but I mean, it's mm-hmm. coming whether we like it or not. So I think we have to kind of learn to embrace it. You know what I mean? So that's, that's yep. the, that's, that's the, right. that's the future. That's right, and we're seeing it already. I mean, it's not even just the future. You know, there's um, companies right now that are building water-sensing units that as soon as it detects any kind of a water, it sends out an alert, you know, and so it's very close to, hey, now send that alert to maybe the plumber that installed it, right, or send it to a network of plumbers that are accepting online booking. So that, those things are going to be happening this year, next year, you know, definitely the next three years for sure, 100% tenure so um it's just a matter of time before um all the things in your home are communicating online or digital and on the internet connected yeah yeah it's uh it's 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 (laughs) then you get the people online well russia's listening to your 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 phone conversations like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we've been playing around with that on on Instagram and, and Facebook, and and there's there's uh, a lot a lot of saying a lot of people are saying that the Russians own it, and they're they're just trying to get all our faces and, and our contacts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. yeah. So there's always you know those uh, those theories, and you know that that is actually all possible. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But th- for that sure. being said, the, the home service space is is a is a wonderful spot to um, build a, a legacy for yourself or your family. Um, it's something that will always be there. Um, humans will always be needed for that. And it's probably one of the safest places to be right now in terms of uh, career uh, protection <laughs> and, uh, and and looking into the future. So I'm a huge proponent of the future of things. You know what I mean? And technology like I was saying we, we got to embrace technology because it's not going away 
and we can't ignore it and it's human nature to want to continually progress because we're not cavemen anymore if we didn't if it wasn't in our nature to progress we'd still be cavemen but it's in our nature to progress and make things better and house call pro seems to be making the lives of techs and businesses better i had a conversation with zach Kreider and i actually posted his comments on facebook two quotes came straight from him he owns a uh, an appliance repair business and refrigeration business and he says since they started using it his business runs very very smoothly and couldn't be happier with the platform so if you guys want to get into the paperless realm and get a bit more organized, House Call Pro is a very valid option for you to do that. So the link is housecallpro.com forward slash HVAC know it all. Check it out, guys. I'm out. Happy HVACing.